What's up, friends? I'm your host, Amanda Smith, and welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast, the show where I chat with inspiring women about business, life's challenges, and building community, because we all need it. If you need a girl gang, this podcast is for you. Gracie Chambers, welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. It's a Friday. We're recording on a Friday, which I normally don't do, but like it feels good. We were just talking about how Fridays as business owners, like you get to like lean back a little bit and just kind of do what you want. Right. And it's like your, your day to catch up or take off early, like, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I love it. It's my CEO days. My yeah. most creative, relaxed day. It's awesome. Yes, for sure. I, you know, my brain is going a million miles an hour most of the week. And then Fridays, it's like, let's slow it down. And that's when I can get some of my creative juices back. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and it helps you enjoy the weekend too, to get everything done and just go into the weekend. Yeah, note. Absolutely. All right, Gracie, tell us a little bit about you, who you are, your background and where you're from. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm i from Fort Worth, Texas, so mm-hmm. neighbor to you. Um, I live in Denver, Colorado now. I moved here after college. I went to UT in Austin, um, but I studied. I was in the business honors program there. I studied marketing. Um, I've been doing brand and web design and some marketing services for entrepreneurs and small businesses on the side. Before college, throughout college, um, and after college, after college, I went into the corporate life. Um, I worked for a wealth management group did marketing, branding, PR, communications for them. It was a small group of five of us. So that was kind of my realm, which I loved. It was great. It was something different coming from creative to the finance world. People thought I was crazy, Um, but I learned a lot. I enjoyed it, Um, but I just recently went back into full-time entrepreneurship with Gracie Chambers Consulting. So I still have agency side. I still do branding, web design, PR services for entrepreneurs, but also I pulled in a consulting and coaching side as well. Mm -hmm. So I do one-on-one coaching and consulting, um, as well as some group programs with entrepreneurs on scaling their business, focusing on kind of a high end, taking your business to the next level, um, through marketing, branding, and PR. So it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want everybody to get a picture and sometimes I do that. Sometimes I don't. Will you tell us how old are you? Yeah, I'm 23. Okay. So just to set the stage, all of what you just said, and you're 23, (laughs) we're going to talk about this too a little bit, but, um, so let's get into this, this first piece of you have been an entrepreneur since you were a teenager and take us through like those first phases of being an entrepreneur as such a young woman. Sure. So I started my first I will say real company at 16. I started a few other random little jewelry companies when I was very young. Um, I came from a family of entrepreneurs, so that was just always in my blood. Um, But when I was 16, I started a clothing line in my hometown of Fort Worth. This was, and maybe it's a Southern thing. Every time I say this, people think I'm a little weird. But Southern Marsh, Southern Tide, t-shirts, comfort colors was the hot thing. It, honestly, um, besides, it still is, especially like in the is. college world. This t-shirt I'm wearing right now is comfort colors. Come on. Yes, they're the best. Um, seaside Florida shirts were so hot and Fort Worth didn't have anything. 
So, you know, you could buy something in the airport maybe, but nothing high and nothing that actual Fort Worth residents would want to wear. Um, so I kind of saw that hole in the market and this is totally the definition of messy action. I designed mm -hmm. some graphics and posted them on Instagram and started following people. They weren't even printed yet, totally mock-ups and people were like, oh my God, is this real? Where can I find this? Oh my gosh. And I was like, all right, we're, we're printing some shirts. <laughs> uh, so I started with five designs, printed some shirts. Um, again, they were all, they weren't screaming Fort Worth, but they had some Fort Worth aspects to it. Um, sold it out almost immediately. Um, and that was kind of the start of the Fort clothing is what I called it. So I had it for two years. The first year we did a hundred thousand in sales. Second year was 200,000. It grew to something that I had no idea even how to handle right. at 16. Um, but we ended up having a youth line. We were selling golf polos, t-shirts, croquis, koozies, hats, you name Everything. it, kind of Fort Worth pride stuff. Um, we were in six retail stores. We're selling online. My parents' basement was my fulfillment center. Um, so I promised I had friends in high school, but I did spend a lot of time in the basement holding t-shirts. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a great experience. And, you know, being young now, I've was learned from an early age that age is just a number. Um, I mm -hmm. actually started the company anonymous because I was nervous about how young I was. I wanted really? to take me seriously. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone it was me for probably four months. Um, I actually had a few people reach out to me and ask if their daughter could intern with me and her, his daughter was in college and, and I was like, You're oh, like, oh no, sure. we're not taking interns <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know um, what? That's amazing. So, I mean, it was great. I, I learned how to, you know, approach stores and be serious and I was working with lawyers and, um, it was really interesting experience so young. But I will say, I mean, I'm sure that got me into the business honors program at UT and I appreciated business school a lot more because I had some real life experience to tie it to. Um, but I ended up selling it my freshman year in college because I knew I didn't want to do it forever. And also right. I wanted to enjoy college um, and have that real experience I had had. Um, I sold it to one of our retail stores. Mm -hmm. So they had offered about a year before and I denied it. And then when I was ready, I decided to approach them again. So that's crazy. What was that like selling a, selling a business? It's a, it's a very interesting process. I it, can't uh, imagine. <laughs> you know, I had approached a few different buyers, uh, but I, I wanted it to go into the right hands because it was my yes. baby and I wanted to see it carry on. It's actually still around today, um, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool, but I sold it to a retail store and he bought it for his kids who were in high school at the time, he wanted them to learn the same thing that I did, mm -hmm. but he let them run it. And they're, I'm pretty sure the kids are still running it. They're in college mm -hmm. now. Um, but I love that aspect of it too. Um, just to wow. kind of see the legacy of it continue. So that's crazy. That's so wild. Um, I'm so curious. This is like kind of nerdy numbers wise. So you did, uh, <clears throat> I'm joking. A hundred K year one, 200 K year two, as mm -hmm. far as like, a clothing company, did you have crazy overhead as far as like, I, I imagine if you're having that, that high of a revenue, like your, your walk away net was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. You know, it was, um, one, I think I probably could have sold it for more if I pushed it a little harder. Sure. Um, being a freshman in college, people are hesitant to hand over that much money to you. Uh -huh. Um, and I, at that point I was so ready to move on. I was like, okay, sure. Fine. But I will say, and that's something that, you know, I've learned and taken with me in this business now is that I was super, super scared to sacrifice my margins. 
So I was doing everything myself. I, as far as t-shirt goes, I didn't want them to package it for me. I didn't want them to fold it for me because it was two extra dollars and I wanted to do it myself to keep that, you know, keep my margins as wide as I could. Um, But I mean, you know, I mean, pricing t-shirts, comfort colors are expensive. I would have them shipped to Austin, screen printed in Austin, and they were shipped to me Mm -hmm. and I would fold them all, um, deliver them to the stores, sell them whenever it was online. (laughs) Um, so it was a lot. I didn't sleep. Um, and I got, I can fold a perfect t-shirt. I will say. <laughs> I need you to come like, um, we're, we're moving into a new house in November. I may, if you're going to visit anytime soon, I'm going to call you. It's like, I'm fold yeah. all my t-shirts. I'll pay you. I'll come um, organize your closet. <laughs> oh um, so, you know, you, I can't believe you did everything yourself. That's so crazy. Although, I mean, I did a lot myself too. Cause I was like, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, you worked so hard and you, you mentioned, you said a second ago, you were like, I didn't sleep. <laughs> yep. Um, so you hit this, as we've talked about you and I just personally before you hit this phase of, of burnout. And so after that, um, what were your feelings? What did you go through? So after that was over, I said, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur again. I was done. I was like, I can't deal with it. When you were 20? Yes. I was 19 when I sold it. Um, So I just, I was like distressed. I couldn't sleep. Um, I didn't, I didn't feel like I had a life. I was like, I can't do this. I want a nine to five where I can walk away. I struggle to turn my brain off as an entrepreneur. I'm always thinking, Um, I I just can't do this anymore. And I, that was part of the reason that I went into the corporate world after college. I loved doing creative stuff on the side, but I just wasn't ready to take it full time. Um, I actually ended up getting sick. I ended up getting um, an autoimmune disease, which not saying everyone who hustles too hard is going to get an autoimmune disease, but I know now that a lot of that stress really impacted my health. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's something now that I have to be super careful of being an entrepreneur again, stress, sleep, all of those things can really throw health over the edge. So that's something that I have carried with me um, that I'm trying to share with my clients is that you can run a very successful business and take care of yourself too. I've run this business very differently than I did before clothing. Absolutely. I'm sure you did. Um, What were some, because I know a lot of people can probably identify with this, including myself. Um, Were there signs of this physical burnout that you wish you would have done something to curb it or done something to slow it down? Or, you know, what are some of those things that you quote unquote, I wish I would have done? X, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, I would have paid the $2 for them to fold my t-shirts for me. <laughs> I would have hired yeah. help outsource. Yep. outsource. Um, you know, I just, I had the motto that I can do everything myself, so I might as well. And now, you know, I think I find the value in one. I might can do everything, but I can't do everything well. Um, so finding those things that I can't do well and having someone help me, but also I feel like I didn't really have the knowledge and the education of turning off my brain, you know, kind of having the separation between business and personal life, um, finding balance. I thought that the only way to be successful was to hustle, stay up all night, do everything yourself. Um, and I've learned a lot that that's not the case. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I would be sick all the time and I would just be crying that I can't hang out with my friends and you know because I was 
running this business and I should have been like, Hey, I'm going to hire someone. Of course I had my little sisters helping me downstairs, but that only, you know, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. definitely a lot that I learned from that, that I've taken into this new business. Yeah. So let's talk about the new business. Tell us a little bit more about, um, maybe a little bit more in depth of what you're doing Mm -hmm. now. And then I really want to get into self-care as an entrepreneur. This is something that I am starting to quote unquote preach to my audience, my clients. Um, it is the, one of the first foundational pieces that we go through in my six week group coaching program, because these are the women that go through this six week program are newer business owners. They either just took it full time or haven't taken it full time yet. And I'm trying, I, you know, I told myself I'm going to give them all the tools I can to, before they have to get to the warning signs and the red flags and you know, all those things. So tell us about what you're doing now and how you kind of coach your clients now. Yeah. Well, I'm, first of all, I'm so glad you're doing that. I think self-care as an entrepreneur is something that was out of the conversation for so long. It's starting to come back in. Um, but so now with my agency, so going back a little bit, when I sold the Fort clothing, uh, I had a lot of smaller entrepreneurs or smaller businesses in Fort Worth say, Oh, well, who'd you have do your website, your logo and your social media? And I was like, well, I did it. And so they started asking me to do theirs. And then just through word of mouth, all through college, I was doing brand and web design for entrepreneurs and I loved it. Um, but I ended up, you know, most of these people were functional medicine, doctors, artists, interior designers, and people who didn't have the business degree that I did, um, or was learning. And I ended up kind of coaching them how to run their business, which I loved. And that was something that we just carried that conversation on. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew I wasn't getting paid for that, but I still (laughs) enjoyed it. And it was my kind of creative outlet in college. So when I ended up taking this for a full time, I still have the agency side because I love brand and web design. Um, my style is very sophisticated, high end, clean, pretty unique. You know, if you want Mm -hmm. something crazy, I'm probably not the designer for you. Um, but I think that kind of that unique style is what people come to me for. And I love to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I added on because of the kind of coaching aspect, I added on the coaching and consulting side. So that's what I do most of. And I love it. I work with entrepreneurs one-on-one mm-hmm. and we, you know, work through depending on where they are in their business. Most people that come with me are established business owners really needing to up-level their business. So kind of going back to how I was, you know, I started this company, I had no idea it was going to get so big. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I need to scale. I need to make sure my brand's on point. I need to make sure I'm targeting my ideal client. Um, so that's kind of a lot of the things that we discuss and we go into PR building authority, building credibility, kind of really taking your business as a whole, the brand, the marketing, the PR to the next level. Um, and I love doing that. I'm actually launching a group program in September um, it's going to be super small and intimate. I'm all for the intimate group. So it's going to be probably six to eight other entrepreneurs um, and kind of building that community aspect as well. But I do tie in the wellness aspect. I tie, you know, I mean, business productivity is something that can really help in terms of wellness. Marketing, having clarity in your brand can give you back your time, which improves your wellness. So really trying to tie all of that into the wellness aspect because it is so important to me now. It's almost like a self-check for myself when I'm working with my clients on it. Um, so it's kind of twofold. I have the agency side and then the coaching and consulting side. So it's been really fun. It's been a great balance. I love that. And I'm like seriously writing things down that you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that you said like 
there are things that we can do to give ourselves our time back. And that's one thing that, you know, I kind of probably learned the hard way because I was like you, you know, I was, and I'm saying this about myself, I was a little stubborn and I just kind of did everything myself, but I was also teaching full time too. And I don't know why, you know, I waited a little longer than I probably should have to get help. And, you know, I, I, I think several years ago, there was this huge hustle culture in, especially if you're looking at the online business space, whether you're looking at, you know, and I won't necessarily like name people, but other people that we're looking up to as women and who are entrepreneurs, because you know, three, four or five years ago, there were only a certain number of people we could look to on the Mm -hmm. internet because really in real life there, it doesn't, it didn't feel like there were other people to look next to, to see an example. Um, and if there was, it was someone who probably was more from a corporate side and, you know, had worked their whole lives and had kids and all those things. So, you know, I think when we were looking for those examples several, several years ago, you know, they were all younger, single, or maybe married, no kids for sure. Um, and like everybody was trying to hustle. That was, it was almost like that was something to be proud of. I know I thought it was for sure. Yeah. Um, Oh, me too. It just, it was one of those things. And then quickly you realize like I'm drowning here. (laughs) Like, like you said earlier, I can't see my friends or I'm too tired to go out and do this thing. Or like, I really should probably go see my family or call this friend that doesn't live here, you know, and it just became, you know, I had a couple of, it took me a couple of times, unfortunately to realize, you know, and, and really after a couple of times of my husband saying, Hey, I miss you. And, and when he says something, then I really know like, Oh no, (laughs) this something has gone wrong. And so, you know, I don't know. I just, I think, do you kind of agree? Like that's where we all got this from several years ago. That's how I feel. Yes. And I mean, when I was running my other company, that's, I feel like when the hustle thing was so strong, I thought that that's the only way to do it. And I think part of it too is with social media and with all this technology, we have no idea, but I thought initially that all these entrepreneurs were doing everything themselves because you get their emails, you see all of their social media stuff and you think, that they're doing it all. Most of the times they're not no. because you can't, you can't be in your creative zone. You cannot, you know, wear your CEO cap and actually grow your business and innovate mm-hmm. if you're drowning and sending out emails and doing all this stuff. And for me, it was mm-hmm. folding t-shirts and doing all these, you know, kind of back end stuff that I wasn't coming out with these huge new collections that I was super excited about. I was rushing them out. I thought, oh my gosh, I need to design more shirts. I'll do it just in an hour. And yeah. you know, it takes away from, I think the, I just call it my CEO hat. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like the, you know, people say your zone of genius or, you know, just really like what you started the business for in the first place, you know, like your, your passion. And I think what's interesting and a couple of people have brought this up to me, you know, whether it's clients or friends, we almost have this mentality of like, I feel bad if I'm offloading some of this other stuff 
that, and it's, you know, I think some people are like, I don't want other people to think it's like beneath me to do blank, blank, blank. Like, you know, I will fold shirts however long I will, you know, when we host events, I will set up furniture. I will clean up. I will set up chairs. I will, you know, you know, hang up stuff or whatever. Um, but, and I think, I think of events cause that's so much of what I've done. And then I realized I can't do all this. I can't get there three hours early. And especially if it's in the summer, start sweating and then <laughs> move all this furniture around in my like nice, cute outfit with my hair and makeup already done. And then, you know, pick up these chairs and like set out these, these, you know, gift bags and then do, because then two and a half hours later, we're almost ready to start. And I'm a sweaty mess. I'm already tired and I don't have the energy and passion I need to bring to be the host. And so it took me a while to realize like, Amanda, you need to bring in some help. You can't like, you have to be able to trust other people to do all of this stuff. And then once I did, I'm like, everybody, you got it y'all. Like I'm going to show up. <laughs> everybody has their jobs and I will supervise. I'm going to make sure like, you know, our panel questions are good and everything looks good, but like I have to be hands off, but it doesn't mean that it's beneath me, you know? Right. And that's right. where I feel like some of us, which I think if we're concerned about that, that just shows like we are probably a decent person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we don't, we don't want to feel like, you know, I don't know. Have you ever felt like that before? Yes, a hundred percent. And it is hard too to even feel like you are putting that on someone else. You don't want to be like, oh, well, I'm giving you this job, but I can do it too. But I want to help you. You know, and it's just but also like you're probably paying that hard. other person, or you, you know, they're an intern for you or something, and they are benefiting in some way. So it's not like, yeah. Yeah. And I think letting go of things, which mm -hmm. it's funny because I literally hired my first employee like a month into this new business because I'm mm -hmm. all for outsourcing now. Um, but you know, letting go, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are wired the same way mm -hmm. and we probably can do it all. And we are decent people and we don't want to, you know, put this on someone else. But I think kind of switching your mindset to like, no, I need to outsource. I need to do this for the sake of my business. Mm -hmm. And for like, for you with your events, you mm -hmm. are going to be in a much better mindset. If you walk in and you're clean, dressed, ready to get on stage, ready to do your yeah, thing, clean, <laughs> as opposed to having done three hours of work before. Oh man. Well, and it was so interesting, you know, we're recording this at the end of July. And last night we had, um, our first in-person event safely in five months. And, you know, it was kind of like, I had to like shake off the cobwebs and realize, Oh, okay. This is, let's get back into our rhythm here. And everything went fine. But I realized I, I think I was just so excited to be back in person that I, I did a little bit more of the work than I probably should have because I was, it was also really hot in the location when we got there. So that was just a problem. But, um, you know, I was already a little depleted when we were getting started because I wanted to be so hands on with it. And like, sometimes when I get in that mode, I just can't stop moving. Like I'm a little bit of a busy body, especially when it comes to events. Cause it's high energy. There's people, you know, there's like, you know, our photographers there and all that kind of stuff. And so I just saw that in myself last night and I was like, you know what? Okay. 
now I'm recognizing it. And if we keep getting to do in-person events, like let's switch back into that really healthy place. <laughs> um, so interesting. This week, I want to share with you guys about the Boss Vision Conference. If you've been to any Dallas Girl Gang event or if you came to the conference last year, you know that we go all out. Of course, with 2020 being the way that it is and just, you know, really messing with our plans, we have taken the conference 100% virtual. So what this means for you is A, it's more affordable. B, you get to experience way more speakers. And C, you have all of it recorded to view whenever you want. So tickets start at $59 for general admission or just regular tickets. And then we have a 99 VIP offer that's going to come with so many more bonuses from our speakers, downloadable things, um, just a whole candy bag of amazing extras and bonuses. Um, this is going to be so incredible. I would venture to say that it's going to be more amazing than I had thought at the beginning of 2020 when we started planning. We have incredible speakers like Shannon Lutz from the Social Bungalow. Bungalow. Brittany Janine, she is a branding genius. We have Jenna Boyd, who is a Netflix star. And if you guys remember the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, yep, she was the little blonde girl in that movie, Blast from the Past. I know millennials are like, what is happening? She's going to come speak to us. Um, she's a business owner as well as an actress. We have so many other amazing speakers pouring into you guys and giving their time, um, to help you learn and help you grow $59 and 20 plus speakers. Seriously, what an amazing deal. I know we all need a break as far as what we're spending to build our business and what we're investing back into our business. That's why we made this so much more affordable this year as we went virtual. So bossvisioncon.com and grab your ticket. So tell us a little bit more about your self-care routine and kind of what are things that you, you know, now you're dealing with this autoimmune uh, disease and, and working on, on that and balancing 
your, your time. So maybe like, tell us about your self self care routine and then how you've kind of structured your business. So you have the freedom to do what you need to do. Yeah. So my biggest motto with my business is building a business around the life that you want to live, not the other way around. Um, and that's really how I got into this is corporate world is too much. And I, I need to work. I want to do all these things, but I'm like, I need to build this around the way that's going to allow me to keep healing. Um, so first of all, boundaries are huge for me. Um, I have very specific morning and evening routines that I stick to and that kind of really cut my workday off because I can work all night if I want to. Um, but I have kind of a slow, so I'll tell you my morning routine. Um, I really get my mindset right before jumping right into my computer. So I wake up, I have my celery juice, I sit outside on my patio, journal, read my devotional, whatever it is that you like to do that kind of gets your mindset right in the morning, have my coffee, I get to my desk and I already have my to-do list written out. I write it out the night before because I struggle to turn off my brain at night. So by kind of doing that to-do list at night, it really helps me kind of not think about work. I can walk away. I know what I have to do the next day. There's no kind of sitting on the couch watching TV thinking, oh, what do I need to do today or tomorrow? <laughs> and, um, so it kind of lets go of all that. And then I really honestly stop my, so I keep my creative zone is the morning. So I stop my client calls at two. So if I need to go to the doctor, I can go to the doctor. If I want to work on my own business, I can work on my own business. If I need to take a break, I can do that too. And I allow myself to, that was another thing that even through college, I thought taking naps was the most unproductive, ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? I was like, <laughs> what are you people doing? No matter how tired I was, I was going to soul cycle at seven o'clock in the morning and oh just not, gosh. never took naps. I, looking back, I think I was a crazy person. Um, I've always now, taken naps. I will say that. <laughs> I love naps now. Naps are awesome. Um, and just letting yourself mentally, if you need to walk away at three o'clock one day, walk away. So I've really kind of, it's kind of that self-talk mindset. I've given myself permission to take breaks. Um, my wind down routine is one of my favorites. Um, so I clean up my workspace. i do my best work in a clean space and I don't want to look over at my desk and see a wreck while I'm cooking dinner. Um, so clean up my workspace, make my to-do list for the next day. I go on a walk. So I go on a walk, clear my head, kind of switch gears. And I tell myself when I'm walking back in that I'm walking back in from my like corporate job or from work and there's no more work. So I walk home and I cook dinner, do whatever else I need to do that evening. Um, and it just kind of, it really separates the work day from the nighttime because I'll work. 10 if I snide things off at five or six or whatever that is um be with my boyfriend eat dinner you know actually kind of be present in the moment um, which is another thing that I've always struggled with is being present <laughs> um so really setting those boundaries those routines building in time for me time um and honestly making the to-do list at night has been huge for me that's so interesting that's probably the most interesting thing that you said about that routine I wonder I might try that and just yeah, see how it works because it's, it's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I, sometimes, sometimes I am ready for winding down, taking a break. Let's watch the office. Let's take a walk with the dog. Let's, you know, go grab dinner or eat dinner at home. Um, but sometimes I am, I am just like, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs are wired this way because no one is going to care about our business more than ourselves. And so right 
it's almost like we have, we think, well, someone's got to be thinking about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, really scientifically, if you have your brain on full capacity for a long, long, long time, like your body's going to shut you down itself <laughs> or yeah, hit those walls where, I mean, we've all experienced it where we're like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do right now. Like I, I, I can't create, I can't help other people. Like, and you're just going to get to that point and your brain has to shut down, do something else and just get a reset, whether you take a nap or go outside or like just that change of scenery, especially right now. And during quarantine, I know it's hard to break up your day when life is not normal and you're not really going (laughs) to those meetings. Or if you have a full-time job, like you're not going to your job, you're working from home. And so I do love how you do your walks at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, nothing else. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. It, it really is like, you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, that applies to business too. Mm -hmm. Um, because you, you lose your clarity if you're kind of go, go, go all the time. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know what, if what I'm doing is benefiting my business or what I'm doing in general. Yeah. It's just Um, busy work at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even for me, because in my corporate job, it was almost like down upon to go to lunch. So I'd bring my lunch every day and I'd eat it at my desk. And that was just how things were done. Mm-hmm. Whereas now that I'm working from home, I made myself actually go make my lunch in my kitchen and sit in my kitchen and eat my lunch. That's kind of my break yeah. in the day too. Um, that allows me to walk away. And then sometimes I come back to my computer. I'm like, Oh, I don't like what I was doing or what was I doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it allows you to kind of take a step back yeah. and really think things through um, as opposed to just being in a constant grind. Yeah. I know while we've been at home um, to break it up too, I I don't know what it is, whether it's like listening to a like comedy podcast or watching like an episode of Parks and Rec or The Office or mm-hmm. something just like light, funny, totally. Yeah. Totally mindless. Um, I've been doing that a lot during lunch, either that, or I'm just sitting. And sometimes like I am so active, go, go, go always on Voxer with clients, with, you know, business coach with, you know, my team, I just need to like sit (laughs) and eat and be quiet and take a breath and, and that's okay. You know, and yeah. you're right. Sometimes I get back to my computer and I'm like, what, what are all these tabs? Like, <laughs> what did I just start <laughs> doing? Like, you know, not all the time, but sometimes it just gets away from you. Um, yeah, but it's, it's so interesting. You know, what are some of your favorite, um, I don't know, products or things or platforms for self-care? Like, you know, I, I know I love like hum nutrition, vitamins and supplements, you know, um, collagen powder from vital proteins mm-hmm. or ancient nutrition. What are some of your favorites? Yeah. So, well, I love the collagen powder. I do mm-hmm. bulletproof coffee in the morning. So yummy. I do bone broth in the morning. It's just very kind of calming. It's almost like having another cup of coffee, mm-hmm. even though I'm not supposed to be drinking too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, talk about <laughs> caffeine too in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, so part of my health issues is detox. So I actually have an infrared sauna, um, but I do that every other day. 
And it not only is good for detox, but it forces me to lay still mm. and not do anything. And it just allows me to sweat it out. So whether it's exercise or doing my sauna or something like that, um, exercise is always my biggest stress reliever in college. And then after I got sick, I struggled to kind of get back into it. Um, but sauning kind of gives me that same feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all for all of my supplements. I couldn't even name them all. That's a whole separate podcast. Um, <laughs> I do love, so part of, um, what I try and do a lot is nourishing my body. So I do a lot of smoothies. Um, I think that kind of gives me back my brain power. Something about having those greens really Mm -hmm. gets me bounced back in the afternoon. Even if I just grab a green juice in the afternoon, Mm -hmm. um, water is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think of some of my other favorite things. I'm such a freak. I have so many things. Like I diffuse <laughs> essential oils. I have a like salt lamp, like all that kind of stuff. It's just it. relaxing. I love my Epsom salt baking soda bath. So, um, nice. so nice. Uh, I try and do that. It's part of my wind down routine too, is to do a bath, read a book. I put my phone away by like nine o'clock. Most nights I try. Um, just because that really affects my sleep too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Those are my main things yeah. that I do every day. I love a good bath too. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, so my husband and I, like I said, are, are buying a new house and, um, he is so excited because we're going to have, we've been in an apartment for four years and we're going to have like mm-hmm. a garage and a yard again and things like that. And so, um, he, when we lived in Arkansas, he had a huge shop at this, the house that we lived at and built all kinds of like tables, furniture, whatever. He's like a great craftsman, although he wouldn't say that, but he is. And so he told me, he's been showing me these ideas and he showed me, he's going to make me one of those trays for the bathtub. And it is out of all the things he's going to build besides like our kitchen table or whatever. I'm like, that's the thing I'm most excited about. <laughs> and I don't know why, but, um, so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause we'll have like, I love a it. Bathtub. But, um, I love, I love all of that stuff. I know, you know, and talking about caffeine too. Um, I'd love how many like topics we've covered in this episode. I, <laughs> uh, I was talking to Dr. Amanda Che, who I know from Hannah Navis, um, group coaching program. And we were talking about caffeine and I was like, she's right. (laughs) She has this great Instagram (laughs) TV video about caffeine and just like, especially coffee. Um, yeah, because coffee is so like so much caffeine, but it really only lasts a short amount of time in your body, but it's half life of actually leaving your system is so long. Like there was some study shown where if you get a cup from Starbucks or something, at nine in the morning, it's still in your system at nine or 10 at night. And mm-hmm. so that I think too, with entrepreneurs, like everybody talks about coffee, coffee, you know, I do all the time. And so after I talked to her, because I was figuring out, you know, some things with myself and, you know, sleeping and, and weight and just other like health things. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try no caffeine for a few days. And I, a, I didn't die. <laughs> I didn't yeah, have like, yeah, I didn't have any like crazy withdrawal symptoms. I maybe had a headache the second day, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that bad. Um, and you just replace it with other things. And so now, um, 
I'm just cutting back on, because normally it's not like I have a million cups a day. It's just, I might have one big one in the morning and, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's right now it's 1245 my time and I'm still sipping on what I got at 930, you know, that like I should have finished this a long time ago or, you know, gotten a smaller one or whatever. Um, but caffeine really, really affects us, you know? And I think that's what is part of the crash or the burnout that we see, you know, and it's just, it kind of opened my eyes. Um, who would have thunk that I would cut back on coffee, but (laughs) here we are. (laughs) I know. I do think it does contribute to that hustle, hustle, grind mindset because I almost struggle to be super creative. If I'm super high on coffee, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got to do this. I'm going to send my email. I'm like hopping between tasks. I'm not staying in my zone. I'm like getting distracted. Um, but I think I do a lot better. And I say this, but I, I love my coffee. I actually, I yeah. did uh, earlier in 2019, I did a hundred days with no coffee, no alcohol, like super, super, like it was called the autoimmune paleo diet. Um, super intense. I found something though. It's called mud water. Okay. I'm about to order it again. I'm doing a test right now, but I know it's going to come back and my doctor's going to tell me to cut coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking as much as I can until she's obviously not <laughs> too. Um, but <laughs> mud water actually was pretty good. My family kind of thought it was gross. I thought it was good. Um, it's like all natural. It's like ashwagandha, all these different things, but it tastes like coffee. It's a coffee alternative. Um, I think they're out in Venice, California. Um, but I really liked it. I've Ooh, seen like dandelion coffee yeah. is pretty good too. Um, but I liked mud water for something different. It, it tasted a little more mocha-y. It was a heavier coffee, oh, yeah. but it was good. Okay. So good. we know the alternatives, this mud water and then the dandelion blend, which is becoming popular. And then I know there's, um, the, oh my gosh, four sigmatic mushroom yes. version, which I, I just bought too. a sample from Sprouts the other day. So I'm going to try it and see how we like it because also I don't like matcha and I know everybody like loves matcha. Great. But I'm like, it's green and it's gross and I just don't want to drink it. That's one of the things you either like it or you hate it. The matcha caffeine is better. It it doesn't make me crash as much and it lasts. It's not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. The taste of coffee is just so so much much better. better. Four Sigmatic has a really good hot chocolate that I've makes heard. you wind down at night. Mm. So good. I, I actually need to get back on that. I drank a lot of it in college. And it's like, I, I'm, I have a sweet tooth too. Yeah. So that was kind of my dessert, mm-hmm. but also kind of helped me wind down at night. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I think it's, it's like good. not, there's not a lot of like sugar calories in it. No, it's like pretty natural. Um, Anyway, so we could talk about those things forever. <laughs> I love it, but it's so important. Seriously. Like self-care as an entrepreneur, it is like you were saying, it was so unspoken about for a long time. So I'm really glad we're bringing this back to the table. Um, so where can everybody connect with you online and what do you have coming up next? Yeah. So Instagram is just my name, Gracie Chambers. And so is my website, Gracie Chambers. It's easy, easy to find me. Um, But yeah, coming up next, I have a lot of things. I'm excited. I'm launching a group program called the Growth Build in September. Um, It's a small, intimate kind of hybrid mastermind. So some group conversations, bringing in some 
amazing guest speakers I'm really excited about. Um, and then some hybrid of one-to-one coaching as well. So very kind of a little bit of everything for those probably middle range entrepreneurs. Um, then I'm launching something else, a little special in the fall. I'm not quite announcing it yet, yeah. but it has something to do with the branding and web design. So there's a little hint. Um, And then I'm launching another mastermind, which I already filled two spots for, and I haven't even really talked about it much, a mastermind in 2021. Um, That's definitely be a lot more high level um, for those people kind of making more five, 10 K months. So I'm so excited for everything that's um, coming. So it's been really fun. And kind of being able to tie the wellness in has been fun for me. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for having yes, me. Yes, absolutely. It was such a pleasure to have you. And I know we're going to be chatting more soon and, um, and you are going to be, um, helping us and moderating a conversation with us at the boss vision conference, September 12th. So, so yeah. excited about that. Um, specifically me our too. panel about self care and I'm so excited about that. Um, so you guys go check out Gracie chambers online And thanks for joining us today. It was so great to have you. Yeah, thank you.